Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
Hallelujah. That was massive, isn't it? Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord and for that ministration? Wow. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your glory tonight in the name of Jesus. Minister to everyone here present your true word, your infallible word that cannot be broken, Lord. We pray, Holy Spirit, touch every heart. Move us forward. Increase our value in every area, spiritually, physically, every area of our lives, at our workplaces. Increase our, add value to us tonight through your word in the name of Jesus. Open our eyes and let us behold wondrous things in your word in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. All right. I can't find it. Oh, found it. Yeah, Eureka. Found it. Well, tonight is a good night for God's word. Wow. What a blessing. Some of you are now shocking me as I'm standing here. But it's good to see everyone. Smile and make sure that it's good to see you. Look at your neighbor and say it's good to see you. Okay. UKZN, how are you doing? All right. Great. How to increase your value. Amen. How many of you are ready to step up your value? Good. It's important because this year is also a year of work. So if it's a year of work, we have to increase our value because we live and, and earn a living by the work we do. Do you get it? So in the yeah, it's a year of work in the house of the Lord. So we go up, increase our value in the house of the Lord. But at your workplace also, your value must increase. At your school, in every area, at your school your value must increase. In your house, your value must increase. Why do I always talk about the house? Because it's also a place where you must gain value. Do you see? And value, two things I want to talk about as my intro. Value differs from person to person, and your value determines how much you earn or what you earn. Do you get it? So, one, you must find out who you are trying to be valuable to and what is valuable to the person. Do you get it? Yeah, there are some people, I mean, if you marry them, you have to put on makeup all the time. That's what he likes. Do it. Amen. Amen. Do it. So, me, I don't care. Your value is dropping. Amen. Amen. So, you have to do it. He wants you to be slim. You go to the gym. You should have decided that this gym thing is not for me. So let me get a traditional African man who wants it big and heavy. And then you just stay with it. Do you see? But this guy that you have gone to take who wants it size 8 all the time. Chopsticks guy. 
You have gone to take Jet Lee. <laughs> Chopsticks guy. You will go, you must go, and you must do it. Don't say, I'm tired, I won't do it. Look, they'll pack your bag and they'll call me to come for you. Do you see? And I don't, I'll come, but I don't have space in my house for you. So when I pick you, I'll take you to the nearest bar stop. Do you see? You find your way from there. Do, do you understand? So find out what does your boss like. Do it. Don't say, oh, me, this is what I know. Traditionally, this is what I do. No. So value what? The, know the person you are trying to gain value in, the person in whose eyes you are trying to gain value. You have to find out what they like, what, what is valuable to them. Then number two, I say you are paid according to your value. So if you add value to yourself, you'll be paid more. You see, one of the commodities that God has not discriminated is time. Everybody has 24 hours. And everybody is paid by the hour. There's an hourly rate for you. Do you get it? An hourly rate for you. So your, your value determines how much that your hour costs. So if you, are, you have added value to yourself, that same one hour, you work for one hour, you see you earn 10,000, or you earn 5,000, or you earn 1,000, or you earn 60 rands, but it's for that same hour. And with experience, what I find out, I found out is that the more rigor you put in the work, the less money you earn. The place is very quiet. And the more thinking you do in the work, the more money you earn. So if your work is labor-intensive, then what it means is that you earn less. For example, you go into an engineering shop, mechanical, whatever. You will see the person goes under the car. I always used to wonder why is an engineer wearing a white lab coat to go to work? Seeing that they work with engine oil and all this dirty oil and thing. No, they work white, they go to work. Not even a dot of oil will touch the white. Because he doesn't go under a car. He's sitting behind a computer. And he's, he's, okay, do this. Then he will tell the, that's the difference between a mechanical engineer and a mechanic. The words are the same. Mechanical engineer and a mechanic. The mechanic goes under the car. The, mechanic, the mechanical engineer tells the mechanic to go under the car. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. And the mechanic is the one who's screwing the thing, carrying it. One of my church members, he went to work at a mechanical shop. They let him carry engines. He told me, Bishop, I was going to die. <laughs> they wanted to kill me. He was sick for about six weeks. He said they wanted to kill me. <laughs> I just, this one I've not thought about. I just remembered right now as I'm talking. <laughs> He's, I said, how is that? He said, I've quit. <laughs> Why did you quit? He said, they wanted to kill me. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, they wanted to kill me. Hey! So I'm saying that at this time that we have the opportunity, let's add value to ourselves. Do you see? And I'm saying, if you add value to what you know, 
is better than physical, something that requires rigor. Every work will require labor. Do you see? Every work will require labor. By all means, even if you are using your brain only to work, you'll be tired. But if it's more of you are moving tables, you are moving chairs, then you are bringing boxes, you will earn less. So having the opportunity, develop a skill. A doctor can, and then the other thing, the more tools you need. The more tools you need, the less you earn. You, want, you, you, you need a ganda ganda for your job. You earn less. <laughs> because it takes a lot of money to buy the ganda ganda. How much money will be left to be given to you? Can I get an amen? <laughs> a doctor, I look, a doctor, all he needs is a stethoscope, a pen, and a paper. That's all. He will do all his job. Look, one day, I was with a doctor. He asked me a question. As I started to answer the question, he called, he called another doctor. Then he told the doctor, do one, two, three, four. Then he turned around, then he walked away. That's all. Just from my talking, as I was talking, I wasn't answering a medical question. As I was talking, do you get it? The flow of my speech. He just made a diagnosis, this, that, this, that. Go and confirm it. Go and confirm this, that, and do this. And then I was delivered. That's it. A lawyer, he'd just be talking to you. So what happened? Then this, then that. That's all. It's like from the mind, the, 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 the quality has been added upstairs. So it's like talking, talking, talking. It's okay, this, this versus this. In the case of this versus that, then you just decide we are going to court. We are doing, or let's apply this law. It's not now, it doesn't need tools. Now he has, as you are talking, he's getting a wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow for what? To carry your words. A shovel. <laughs> a drill. A drill. No. Okay, Bishop, are you saying that, Lord, they don't need... You will see the people who do their, like, private investigators, all those things, they work, and then they work for the guy who's working from the brain. If you need somebody with a wheelbarrow, rent the person for an hour, finish the pen, go with the person. So add value, do you get it? Add value to... I I'm okay, I just going to work in my uncle's shop. I'm going to work... No problem. <laughs> Work in your uncle's shop. Don't add value. It's just a matter of time. When you carry the wood, uh, you come and say, Bishop, they wanted to kill me. <laughs> Can I get an amen? amen? So we looked at how to add value to yourself. Okay? Number one, I said, well, we are continuing. So if you are not here, you have missed that. So go back to the podcast. And let's go for it. He said, number one is what? It's becoming sendable. Sendable. You can be sent so that you can use whatever talent, gift, training, knowledge you have. You can be sent. And I said, being sendable requires two things. One, faithfulness to the mission and faithfulness to the message. 
You are faithful to the mission you have been sent on, and you are faithful to the message. You don't go and change the message, or you don't go and change the task. Go and do something else somewhere. No. Remember the guy that said, I will never give my car to this guy again. Because I gave him my car to go to Nordale. He was at Imbali. He went quickly to Imbali, and then he came to pass to Nordale. I said, oh, you are now deciding me. I decided long ago. You are coming. You are new. I decided long ago because this guy is sneaky. I remember somebody also. I used to give my car to the president. Suddenly, I stopped giving my car. I do a lot of things I don't explain because I really don't. It's not, it's, it's, I don't have to tell you that for this reason, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that... But at least watch what I'm doing and ask yourself. If you ask me, I'll tell you. But if you don't ask me, there's no reason to come and explain. This is the reason why this is... Because it hasn't come up. But I stopped giving my car to this person for a long time. Then one day, somebody who was close to me and knew that me, I've stopped giving... If I had said before, that I'll never give my car to this person again. But this person said, I'm, oh, Bishop is very wicked. You know, sometimes by my height, I look very wicked. So, so Bishop is very wicked. So the guy said to her, oh, I need a car to just go and turn around at uh, Wembley Circle and come back now. Then she gave her car. The next thing we heard, the car had rolled over about 13 times. So when they told her, I said, ah, but you are watching me, me. I had the, my car was with the person. Then I took my car. My car was with the person 24-7. Then I took my car from the person. Then you have gone to give your car. Good luck. <laughs> what did I say? Good luck. <laughs> me, I'm here. And, and the whole is to prove a point that you are nicer than me. I know you are nicer than me. I mean, I know. One of the things, anytime I travel with my wife and there are mosquitoes, they don't bite me. They just bite her. <laughs> Always. No matter where we are. They will just be, even in my house, when a mosquito enters my room, they just do ring, 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 then they stop. So I know she's nicer than me. Even mosquitoes know that I'm not nice. So you don't have to prove a point. <laughs> By the time we wake up, they're beating her. She, she can even wake me to go and kill the mosquito. <laughs> Look at what the mosquito has done to me. Then in the night, I'm looking for that mosquito that has beaten my wife. <laughs> to deal with that mosquito. So I know the test is, no, 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 better. Let's go for So I know you are nicer. Yeah, sometimes they are trying to prove a point that they are, they, it's, it's fun. Anyway, some people cannot be sent. If you send them, they do what they like. Yeah, you, they do what they like. You can't send them. Cannot take instructions when you send them. So, or when you send them, you won't hear from them again. Pastors are masters of that. No, not my pastors. Pastors. Not my pastors alone. Pastors. Masters of that. <laughs> the day you send them, that's all. Goodbye. <laughs> you won't hear anything, whether it's a casual conversation, whether it's a proper, nothing. You won't hear anything again. You'll be there until you visit the church. Say, ah, oh, there are short, a lot of short people in the church. I didn't know. You should have told me. I would have prayed for them to grow taller. <laughs> you won't know. <laughs> number two, number two, number two. Pastor P, how? 
<laughs> my guy. No, I just saw your face. It has nothing to do with, oh, I mean, how can it? I mean, a nice guy like you. I'm sure you are the one that the mosquitoes bite when you are with your wife. <laughs> Number two, your value increases when you can bring a project to a close. No matter which project you are doing, if it doesn't come to a close, it, it loses its relevance. It loses its beauty. So at your workplace, finish what you have been asked to do. At school, finish what you have been asked to do. 90% of the work doesn't make it useful. Amen. 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 Yeah, finish it. Number three, we say your value increases when you can do things with speed, when you can carry out tasks with speed. You do things quickly. Anytime you are given a project to do and you are delaying, your value goes down. Yeah. I mean, we had a speaker here. Somebody says, I'm going to repair it. Every single day that the speaker doesn't come, I lose respect for the person. Well, look, I had a lot of respect for the person. But each day that passes, oh, it will be ready on Friday. Then, it, which Friday? This Friday. Then, now we are waiting for Good Friday. Any day that passes, I lose respect for the person. If I have an alternative, I'm, I'm finished doing business with the person. If you see me continuing business, it means I don't have another option. But what it means is that I'm actively looking for a new option. And artisans are like that. Artisans, you see, point two and point three apply to artisans the most. They won't finish the work. You call an electrician to come and do, you see they do, then they've, they've, they've you said, oh, come and fix the light. You see the light will be on, but the cables will be bare. It's like, don't finish it or they'll leave the place in a mess. Leave it in a mess, then they go away. Or when you give them the thing, they will never finish it. Who are artisans? Dressmakers. I didn't say it. Please, I didn't say it. It's Lady Pastor Joel who said it. Dressmakers, carpenters, plumbers, mechanics, electricians. Do you get all these people? They will never finish your project, though. They'll be there. And every day they build this. Every day they have a new story. They have a new story. Yeah, I always watch them. And I'm yet to find, to be honest with you, one artisan who finishes their things quickly, as they have promised. Since I was born, 50 years, never met one before. I think they teach them. Just as taxi drivers are the same all over the world, the same lifestyle, the same attitude. Yes, artisans are also like, I think it's part of the code. Code 8 or code 9 license that they get. Trade test is part of it. So don't, don't promise, don't keep your promise. And you'll be surprised. When you have an emergency, they will make your dress in 30 minutes. 30 minutes they finish making your dress. No, you understand that artisan God exists. 30 minutes they are finished making a suit. Liz, a suit for you. 30 minutes they are finished. The God of the artisans. I'm telling you. 
Bezalil, Bezalil and Co. Hey! But, go and give them your, your share to make on a normal, you'll get it next year. <laughs> Ask them to fix your table, your kitchen cabinet. No, there's no emergency. Jesus is not coming tonight. You, they'll finish next two years. Masters. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you that learn to do things. With, your boss is watching you. Give you one project. Every day you have a new story. New story. No, why it is not that? All your stories end with because of that, we have not finished. So sometimes when you start, he stops listening. I mean, sometimes I have meetings with people, they are talking. I'm not listening. But it's only nice to be looking at them. So I'll be looking at them, then I'll be calculating something else, working on something else. While, because I've already called the meeting, so I'll just be working on something else because I know the end. From the chapter they've started, the end is that it has not been done. So I'll be just waiting for the line that says, so because of that, we could not say, okay, thank you very much. Because it is rude of me to stop you in the middle that, okay, goodbye. To be, I mean, imagine you came to see me as soon as you start. Bishop, even sometimes the way they start, the bishop, when they say, the way they say the bishop, I know the thing has not been done. I know that the, the way they start. You know, bishop, then I know. It will all end in tears. <laughs> artisans. Clap your hands for artisans. And pray for them. Pray for them. <laughs> Number four. Your value increases when you can solve different problems. Number five. Let's look at number five. Number five. Your value increases when you are part of building a foundation. When you are part of of building a foundation. Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 22, I'm reading 28 through to 30, says, Jesus is saying, you are those who have stood with me in my trials and in my, and just as my father has granted me a kingdom, I grant you that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones judging the 12 nations, the 12 tribes of Israel. Jesus said to his disciples, you are the ones who have been with me from the beginning. And because God is giving me a kingdom, I will also honor, God is honoring me, I also honor you. Why? You were there in the trials, in the beginning, in the foundation. Look, when everything starts, it doesn't look glamorous. You need faith to believe that that thing will become something great. So when you are part of it from the beginning, founding members, oh, your value is always high. There may be new people who come who are more skillful and everything, but they can never reach your level. Because you are, you are, you are in the foundation. When everybody respects anybody, like, even like a church, we have a lot of respect for people who were there from the beginning. That's why it's painful when you see people who were there from the very beginning of any church. Any from the beginning when we started from nothing, when it was, you couldn't even believe that it's a church. But you believe that it's a church. Then in the middle, you decide that you up and you go. You follow a rebellion. It's almost like, what is really wrong with you? Have you forgotten your place in this particular thing? 
You are not like somebody who came in the middle. So look, if you up and go, I mean, you are the founding members. Founding members. This church, unfortunately, has lost a lot of the founding members. Unfortunately. Has lost a lot of the founding members. But hey, that's life. That's why in Revelations, when, when, when Christ wrote to the churches, he said, he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Endure. Smyrna, endure to the end, you'll be saved. Ephesus, endure. Titira, endure to the end. It is a need to endure to the end to reap your full result. <laughs> Judas was there in the beginning, but he will not get any reward because he followed the rebellion. Yeah. That's why we always have respect for these Connie Dansos, um, Chairman Danso, and all of them. Because Charlie, look, they've been here from the beginning. Even some of the people who were here in the beginning, who left, but didn't live in a rebellion. We always have respect for them. Yeah, we always have. We know that they were there. So When I started out as a missionary, there was this fat lady, heavy lady, not fat, but like heavy lady, because I was very slim and young. So for for somebody like that to even say, I'll be your member, it's strange. She went around with me and then she would introduce me, oh, this is my pastor. I'll be saying, Man, where do you even know me from? <laughs> who, who do you know who has told you that I'm a pastor? Do you see, I can be a skeleton, you know, or you never know. But she will go with me. Then she will tell you, Nanku pastor, wam. Then, oh, Nanku fundis, ne? Fundis wam. Nanku fundis wam. And then, She'll be telling the people, and I'll be saying in my head, you've just met me two weeks ago. You are telling people that I'm your pastor. Where do you know me from? This Nigerian guy, where do you know him from? Do you get it? And then she, she brought her husband. She and her husband. Her husband was a boxer. Yeah, she came with her husband and their children. And then they'll come to church. Oh, come, Christ. like they are the foundation of the church. They were each. So when people see them, they don't know me, but when she says that I am her pastor, then they, they sit up. Hey, this small boy pastor. Hey, nowadays, God is making a lot of small boy pastors. This is 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, but up to today, I can't forget her. I can't forget her because at that time, I did it. There was nothing pastoral about me. I mean, when you look at me, it's like, you don't see a grace, an unction, a power in, but it's like she said, this is my power. Every day, go from person, look, anywhere, they had a taxi, they'll put me and my wife in the taxi, then we'll be driving around, and when they get, they see their friend, they stop, hello, hello, Ijani, Nanku Pastor, Wam, yeah, sharp, sharp, yeah. It was an endorsement. Yeah, that's why there's a lot of respect. Somebody is starting a business, you are with it from the beginning. Glory be to God. When it works, you cannot be removed. But you are waiting. No, because it's difficult. Look, imagine a canoe. It's difficult to get it into the water. Some people want to sit on the fence and watch it so that others push it into the water. Now, when it's in the water, it moves easily. Then people want to jump on. Why would you have more respect for those who have jumped on 
when it's in the water, than those who were there from the beginning pushing it. Look, when they are pushing it onto the, sometimes they'll push, when it gets into the water, then the water will push it back. That's a church. You see, it's like it's working, then it will go back. Look, the church has grown to 15 members. The next Sunday, by the time you get there, it has grown to 10. Or let me say, it has increased to 10. Yeah, which is also a type of growth. The members have increased from 15 to 10. You are so depressed. By the time you come next week, they have increased back to 6. Yeah. But it goes, then it comes. It goes, then it comes. Until one day, it goes never to come back again. That's a check. So any business, any, if you are there from the beginning, if it's a project, like you are, there, you are there from the beginning of the project, oh, you'll be surprised. Rosemary, uh, Kings, Kings, Kingsley, call this girl for me. Eh? Champion, let's be nice, okay? Today is Wednesday. Keep your arm preaching. Listen to me, all right? Good, thank you. Clap for her. So, if you, God has given you a chance to be part of something from the beginning, stay with it. Stay with it. Number two. I give you three. I'm forcing to give you three today and then we go. Your value increases when you are good company. When you are good company. What is good company? A good person to be with. Like I'm preaching, you will listen to me. You won't put your mind somewhere else. When you are good company, good. Some, what, is, what, why, what, what is good company? Somebody who is it's nice to be with the person. It's just nice to be. It's not tiring. It's not difficult. It's not boring. It's just nice to be with the person. Why is it so? Look, from there, when you cross the beginning of employment, like getting the job, Getting your position. We use qualifications. Beyond a certain point, it's relationship. It's relationship. It's who the person likes. Who the person likes. And Bishop, but if they don't promote me, I'll take them to CC. They will cross their teeth and dot every eye. You have nothing to take them to CC. Though the person he likes, he will make the person qualify. Sometimes even they don't promote the person. They just reward the person. Yeah. It's relationship. So if you have not good company, your boss cannot sit down with you and have a conversation, relate with you, interact with you. Your value just goes down. You just, you, they just leave you to your job. But those that they can do things, you see, today there's a conference in America, then they go with the person. Then they pay the person, they are there for 14 days. Then they are paid per diem of $500 a day. So in the 14 days, the person has earned 7000 That has nothing to do with their job. And you are the accountant, you will pay it. That's even the painful one. You can see that they are paying the person this extra 5000 a day. Yeah. Let me tell you, Jesus, Mark chapter 3, it says, And Jesus, verse 14, he ordained 12 for what? That they might be with him. And he ordained 12 that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach. But the first reason he ordained was to be with them. 
Important people are very lonely because they don't have anybody to talk to. I mean, when I preach a difficult message, when I go to my office, nobody comes to talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even when I finish preaching a difficult message, when I go to my I just start to pray in tongues because I know if I sit here for two hours, nobody will come to me for the next two hours unless I send for the person. Nobody will come and say, okay, Bishop, I want to chat with you. No. No, no, no. Even nobody comes to me to just come and chat with me. They either come, there's a problem, or I've called them for a meeting. That's, let me tell you the truth. That's the nature of any important person. I'm not, I've not reached that level of importance, but even my small level of importance, I've experienced it. So imagine somebody who's more important than me. The only time people, nobody would get it. So, Bishop, we've not, I've not chatted with you for some time. So I've come, let's chat. There's no problem. You don't have to pay school fees. You don't have to pay my registration. You don't have to pay my hospital bill. I just, I've not, this whole year, I've not talked to you. I've just come to say hello to you. How are you doing? Are you okay? Are you fine? I, no, 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 no. Never. Never. When they come, either I have called them or there's a problem somewhere. That's their life. I mean, seriously. I know you, it doesn't apply to you, but I'm sure you know somebody who knows somebody who also knows somebody who it applies to. Is that not so? Yeah. That, oh, Bishop, how are you? Never. So that's the life of every important person. So your boss too is like that. Nobody talks to him. We always assume, oh, you are busy. Yeah, we just, it's a, and it's a convenient excuse. You are busy. Because he's busy. Busy there, he's busy. Why is he not busy? But, relating, oh, nobody. So when you are a nice person, to, you can be there. Sometimes people, when they come into a meeting, the place becomes exciting. The boss becomes happy. Because, look, in, a, in a, every important person, in meetings, is, there's always tension. Always tension. Because we are dealing with millions of rants and money, problems, serious cases. So, we must be serious. We can't be joking. But once in a while, you need somebody to break the ice so that people can relax a bit. Joking. If he sometimes the boss wants to hear a joke so that he can laugh, he has not laughed. His blood pressure is so high, he has not laughed the whole day. So he wants to just hear something funny that he also ah, 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 okay. So if you become somebody who is relational and good company, you know how to behave. You see, the three Hebrew boys and Daniel, when they were being chosen, he said, choose somebody, people, people who are without blemish. With, let me read it to you. Daniel chapter 9. Let me read it to you. Let's read some scriptures. Daniel chapter 9. Good company. Daniel chapter 1 verse 4. It says, it says in choosing the people, 1 4, it says, Children of whom there is no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as have the ability in them to stand in the king's palace. Not everybody can be in the king's palace. 
can't be there. When you come, everybody must be careful. <laughs> or when you come, the atmosphere is stiff. You have nothing to say. Nothing. You are just the boo. Nothing to say. Yeah, nothing. I mean, you have nothing to say. We have been sitting here. One day a lady came to visit me. She left her house. She said, I'm going to visit Bishop. Then she came to visit me. When she got to my house, she sat in my house for two hours. Didn't say anything. She's sitting there. I'm sitting there. Nothing. Just looking at me. And smiling. I, I, I appreciated the effort. The effort that the person thought that, oh, I want to go where Bishop is. I appreciate it. But when the person came, said nothing. Nothing. I'm asking a question. If you are stuck in, the, in an elevator with your boss for two hours or for four hours, what will you do? Me, if you are stuck in an elevator with me for two hours, we'll have to pray. We just start to... Let's... I'll give you a prayer topic. I'll give you a prayer topic, then we start... And then they have told us, not that we are stuck for eternity, they've told us that they, it will be, it's load shedding and it's two hours. When load shedding is over, it will open. So we know we are stuck for two hours. You and I will have to just pray. There's nothing to talk about. Cash. Like we have to start, we talk to God and speak to God in tongues. Because you are not going to say anything. Anything. You don't know anything about sports. You don't know anything about politics. You don't know anything about the news, current affairs. You don't know anything. You don't know. One day we're driving from Deban with a group of people, and we're talking about something. And we, we, as we were talking, one guy was sitting there quiet. We were talking about spiritual things. I mean, this, this scripture, that. So at a point, when we're descending on the I asked the person, are you saying you don't know even just one scripture? Sometimes we are coming from Deban, and Pastor Lungani is doing the arrangement. You saw this person will go, to, I said, Tofia Kwa. Pastor Lugani, Tofia Kwa, Tofia Kwa. Let them take the car or pick a taxi. <laughs> yeah, Tofia Kwa. One, one day I asked Pastor Lugani, why do you want to punish me for one hour? One hour, punish, torture me for one hour. I'm coming from Deba. I'm driving with this person. And it's like I'm driving with a dead body. Everything we talk about has to come from me. I have to generate every conversation. Even when I ask a question, the response is like the mouth can't open. You can't even hear what the person has said. You have to ask, eh, hello, what are you saying? Then they'll say, oh. No. I'm using church to explain to you that your boss also wants somebody who is good company. 
so that they can develop a relationship. They can talk. Oh, this person talk. Some people, even when they are with you, they make you talk. They'll ask this question, ask this question. So what do you think about this? So this thing, what should I do? How about this? What happened here? They'll, you talk, and when you see, you say, ah, we have reached here so soon. We are here. You are traveling with your boss for the first time. They said there's a meeting in Johannesburg. Let's go. That's your opportunity to talk about to talk about things, both light things and important things. Some of you can only talk about light things. Nothing meaningful, just light things. Just share jokes. You are like a comic. But you can't tell. And I hear that. Look, when you, when you have conversation with people, you make them see the other side of it, the other side of events. Do you get it? Like, I was with, I was with a guy, and he was telling me about uh, the elections, and he was so convinced that the new party that has come on, um, they will win the elections because this will happen, and that will happen, and this will happen. And he was convinced, and he talked well, very nicely. But then I also gave him another perspective of the issue that, listen, think about it, what is going to happen. The possible thing that is going to can happen in this our election is that the new party will take some votes off the existing party. And then the, the, the ones who were, the Manchester United people, they will also get some portion. Then the DA will also get some portion, but Chelsea will also get some portion. But the original people, even if they don't get sundowns, if they don't get 50%, what is going to happen is that none of the people will get enough to topple them. It's also a possibility. Now, each of them will need Chelsea to form a coalition government. And it's likely that out of the three opposition parties, Chelsea will get their bigger percentage. So now, if you are going into a coalition with them to win the, to become the ruling government, you have to give them the presidency. And war be tied, that's the end of your, your party. If you are the one who brings back Chelsea, after Mandela has fought all these years to remove Chelsea from... And you brought them back in the name of removing the other... You are finished. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, some of you are still lost. All you can think about is makeup. Listen, listen. This is my perspective on it. It doesn't mean that that is what will happen, but that's how I see it. That, that's how it can play. And then this other person also feels that, that we have... 100 million Zulus, and they will all vote for the new party. And then the new party will win. So it's like, it's, it makes you think. Do you, do you get it? It's not like any perspective is the best, but it allows you to think of this side and this side and this side and this. You think of everything. Your boss wants to hear another perspective. Maybe the company is going in this direction, but you think that maybe we need to go in this direction. That's your chance to talk about it. He, he may not even take your thing to use for anything, but it allows him to think. And bosses want to think. They want somebody who juggle their minds for them to think. But when they are with you, you can't talk. When you finish talking about Kaiser Chiefs, 
That's it. I mean, you can't even accept the fact that Kaiser Chiefs today is like Manchester United today. They are an old testament. Things have changed now. People are playing modern football. They are playing old. You are still in Dr. Kumalo days. Shoes Moshoi. That's the, you are still there. Become good company. Even, even sometimes, being good company is like the boss being able to talk to you and not feeling uncomfortable. Being able to talk to you. You see, when Jesus was going to die, and it was time for him to die, and he was going to Gethsemane, he took his disciples. Then when he got there, he took three of them. Let's go further. Because the things he wanted to talk about, he couldn't talk about it with all the 12 of them. Oh, see, to be confusion. Look at it. <laughs> talk to Thomas about this day. Matthew 26, 36, it says, then came Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane and saith unto his disciples, sit here while I go and pray yonder. So when they got there, everybody was there. Then he told them, you sit here. I want to pray. I want to go and pray yonder. Next verse, 37. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. So all the people were there. Then he called, one, two, three, come with me. Come, 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 come. One, two, three, come. And he said, the rest of you sit here. I'm coming. I'm coming. Do you know what we do? Here is Gethsemane. Sit here. But you guys, come, 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 come here. Then 37. He took, then he said, and he began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Jesus started to cry. But these people never saw him crying. These are the people who saw him crying. He took the train and then he started to cry. Because some of you, if you see Jesus crying, you say, there's no hope for us. Then please be there. The church is small. There's no hope for us. Yeah. The pastor is crying. Can your pastor cry when you are there? Hey! Can your boss cry? Can he share his marital problems when you are there? He started to cry. Verse 38, and look at what he said. He says, And he saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. It's like, stay here with me and help me in this case. My soul is, you, you would have gone say, hey, Bishop is now suicidal. Bishop is depressed. He's suicidal. He's not stable. Mental, he needs mental health counseling. He's not stable. He needs counseling. Meanwhile, so Jesus knew that, look, these 12, he can't talk to them. So he gathered out of the 12 disciples, now they were 11, the three that he can be himself with. That's the thing about being good company. Like, the person can be himself when you are there. Yeah. Some of you, your boss will take you somewhere. As we are going to say, oh, let's eat. So I don't eat at this time. Then you start to make him feel foolish for eating at that time. 
Is there something wrong with the food? Is there? Oh, I've eaten already at home. Look, me, I've been with prophet before. We've eaten all day. He says, guys, this is food. Let's eat. Sacrifice and eat. That, that's where that statement came from. Sacrifice and eat for the ministry. Yeah, sacrifice. Then we all come. Then we all eat. It's like we are full, but we'll be double full. After all, it's only today. We'll be double full. It doesn't matter. The person we are trying to be with, that is what he's doing at this time. So you just you come and say, oh, me, I don't, me, I don't drink Coca-Cola. I saw me, I drink water. You are making him feel foolish for drinking Coca-Cola. If you drink Coca-Cola once, what will happen? With your drinking of water, how, how what has, where has he gotten you? Look, I'm not saying that don't do what or do what you don't want to do, but respect the presence of that person and don't make him feel funny. Don't make him feel funny. Don't make him feel funny. Yeah. Don't make him feel funny. Then here you are, you have made a look. As he's there, he's uncomfortable. He's beginning to wonder, ah, there must be something wrong with this food. So this food, maybe it's not cooked or it's poisoned or it's not good for my health. It's not your place. It's not your place. He chose you to be with him. Be with him so that he's comfortable in your presence. Because you are there. Not that they wait for you. When you go, not then they start like, <laughs> They are happy you have left because your presence changed the atmosphere. But he took that. He said, watch with me, my soul. Look, my soul, I'm very heavy. I, I, I feel like dying. Please be here. Let's be here with me. Help me to pray about this issue. He took that three. So the real question is, the person you are trying to increase your value with, would they be comfortable when you are around? Like you are around. And I don't mean five minutes, you are with them for five, like over a period of time. Over a period of time. Tarry with me. He selected a one. Two, three. Come out from the general group because the general group, if they see me crying, that's the end of my ministry. That's the end of my ministry. That's the end of my ministry. They'll take a video of you and go and show to everybody like, yeah. They say, you know, with these people, we have to be proper. So he said, glory be to God, amen, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, now ever shall be, well without end, amen. Mass is ended, let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Then, amen. Then we are finished, then they play the song, then we march out. But these are the people that when he's with them, he can be dancing because he can feel. Everybody is a normal human being. There's nobody. Everybody is a normal human being. Everybody is a normal human being. Why do you think that your boss is not a normal human being? You should see him with his peeps. When you see him with his peeps, you see that he's a normal human being. If you make yourself to become one of the people he can be normal with, you see suddenly he can be normal with you. Yeah. Yeah, when he sees you, hello, how are you? Mr. Mr. Dlamini, how are you doing? Welcome to the meeting. But when he's comfortable, so Charlie, how? You're welcome. It's been a while. 
sit down, let's talk about this thing. <laughs> then, the, then it's changing. Can you become that Charlie Howe person? As soon as you become the Charlie Howe person, your value increases. Yeah, your value increases. Every, every top person is... Look, David, when he was the king, you see, before he became king, his best friend was Jonathan. But when he became king, he had a friend called Ushai the Akite. That was his body, body, ride or die. Yeah, that's the one he would talk to normal. Chat with him, flow with him, fellowship with him. So when Absalom was threatening him, he asked Ushai, what do you, Ushai said, you go, I'll go there, I'll trick them, don't worry. Get it sorted, you run away for your life, but I'll go there myself, deal with the issue. Can you be the type that when your boss has a problem, you can rise and say, I'll deal with the issue, you just, just, just go home, I'll deal with the issue. But you'll be saying, why should you go home? Monkey, they work, baboon, they chop. He should come and sit here and grind with me. After all, he's the leader. He should lead by example. <laughs> May you be good company. Amen. That when we are with you, you always have something to talk about. A good question to ask. Something that will make the atmosphere nicer. Something intelligent to say. Not that when you are there, it's like the leader is thinking. You see, when a leader is with people, he calculates how long he's going to be with them. And he doesn't want it to be a waste of time. So he starts to plan what to do. So if you don't bring something, then it's like, look, he has to generate it. So if being with you is tiring, he will never be with you again. But if it is fun, and sometimes you have meetings with people, they talk, uh, like when we went for our meeting, we finished, we had finished, we had prayed everything, we are going home to our countries. Then we woke up in the next, the next day. Then we heard a prophet had called us and said, let's come back. Then we went. When we went, we said, oh, thank you for calling us. The other people had come from Europe and they were waiting for us for their turn. Their meeting was supposed to start at 10. He called us again, 10. We were there until 1. They were standing, waiting, waiting, waiting. We're doing, we told them this is extra time. VAI has checked and they've realized that we have to do something. So we are back. That's it. But when you are boring, he can't, the person can, that's where you hear where you are blessed. You are blessed. You guys are blessed. You guys are blessed. You guys are blessed means your time is up. Go home. Go. Yeah, go. Go. So may God make you good campaign. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Do you have space for one more? Are you sure? That time is really gone. Your value increases when you can keep secrets. This one is also connected with this one. Yeah, yeah. Your value increases when you can keep secrets. I start this one, then we'll continue later. Your value increases when you can keep a secret. It needs, yeah, it needs a whole Wednesday to unpack. You see, in every working environment, there are trade secrets. That's why we have things like 
NDAs. What is an NDA? A non-disclosure agreement. Some places you do, you take an oath of secrecy. Do you get it? Then we have confidentiality. Like the information is confidential. Lawyers are the ones who do that, ne? Yeah, you can't be a lawyer. That's attorney-client privilege. Yeah, doctor-patient confidentiality. You can't just come and say, pastor, church member, confidentiality. Yeah, so when you leave a company, you cannot just start talking, oh, you know, this is what they do here, this is what they do here. This. Your value goes down. Even these are our pastors who have left us and have gone on social media writing things. Now it looks nice. We are cheering the, yeah, 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 get them. All our enemies have risen up to support them. Get them, get, no problem. But ask any of these enemies to employ them. They'll say no. Because they know that when you come, when you leave, you will tell the whole world. So your value is just going down. Your value is going down. Your value is going down. It's like you can't keep anything to yourself. I mean, the whole world will hear about it. In this day of social media, the whole world will hear about it. You can't keep anything to yourself. You have to tell this person. You can't even wait to tell the person. As soon as you leave the place, he said, hello, show me one. <laughs> hey, show me. Yo, 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 yo. When I went to the garden, I saw Jesus crying. I mean, you cannot believe how he was crying like a baby. The whole world. Somebody says he's coming to save us. Look at how he's crying. There's no hope. Show me, start packing your things. Let's go. Because there's no hope. Next week, I'll read the scriptures to you. But look, at some levels of work, you have to keep your mouth shut. It's not everything that... Imagine that I have treasures. They know your tithe. Then they are telling everybody, do you know this, 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 this girl, do you know her tithe? Hmm. Her tithe, her tithe is 10,000 rands. Then you will do the calculation. Hey, if 10% is 10,000, then how much is 100%? Let me go and ask her for a loan. No, we don't tell anybody this. Your information doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, we don't even let everybody know the information. That's why I even encourage you that pay your tithe directly into the church account. So nobody has to even count it. It's already in the account. That's all. Nobody even has to handle your tithe. Count 100, 200, 300, 350, 370. 380, then they start at 381, 382, 383, 383 and 50 cents. No, we don't tell anybody. Because it's confidential. It's your private thing. Some, uh-huh, I, uh, some issues are also private. It's your private information. We don't tell anybody. Even we wish that we won't even see it and know it. That it will just pass. It's just that human beings are unfaithful. So you have to look at it. 
If you don't look at it, you see they pay tight one. The next time, they won't mind you again. Then you'll be there. When you check, as, look, let me preach about tight. No, you see plenty of people start paying tight. You'll be wondering, where were they? Where were they? But ideally, we don't even want to. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you come, you are working in the pastor's office. Maybe you see this, you see that. That, that, that. Even sometimes you go to the pastor's house. Maybe that day, one day. When we started out in church, I had this boy from Botswana. And um, in he used to live around where I live. So when we finish church, we come home. Then our lunch, we share with him. Hey! Then he started to go around to say, you see, pastor's house. They, they, when you go, we had this place we used to buy ribs from. Now, don't tell anybody. Expired ribs, but don't tell anybody. It's a, it's a secret. Can you keep a secret? Please, don't tell those who are over there. It's a secret between me and you. Don't tell them. Expired, okay. My wife says it was yes, but semi expert anyway. Yeah, best before. You see, there's a best before for white people and a best before for the. Yeah, but Charlie, we were starting. Look, we were starting out in life, we were hustlers. So we buy and we bring it, it. I don't know, there was something about it that made it affordable. So we'll buy it, but it was a, a special treat for a Sunday. Then we'll share with this guy. By the time he has told the church members that when you go to pastor's house, they give you a big piece of rape. They, they... Hey. Meanwhile, look, because we are bringing him, what it means is that one day in the week we won't eat meat. But we are trying to... Look, I also started life like the way you are starting life. The normal way that if you bought two eggs, it means there will be a day you won't eat an egg. It also happened to me. I've seen some before. Yeah. So when I heard it, I told my wife, no problem. So Sunday we'll come with him after church. He'll come to my house and we'll wait for him to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are hungry. He's hungry, but we have faith. We all, we all believe God. We'll sit down. We'll be chatting. We'll be watching. You know that time the church was small, six members and everything. You can do all types of meeting, follow up, everything. Look, by three o'clock, you are done. So by four, we are, we've reached home. You get the early days. We'll sit down with him. Watch, I didn't have DSTV, anything. I just had a box TV, a silver box TV. Yeah. We use it to watch Laduma. It will be there. There, even if, if he leaves at eight, we'll eat at nine. He can't keep anything to himself. Some of you can't keep anything to yourself. You have to tell somebody about it. As soon as they realize that you have told somebody about it, you lose your value. Yeah, sometimes even the information is not deadly, but allow the person to tell them himself. Recently, I was traveling. Then I told this person I'm traveling. Told this other person. I told about just two, three people. Because it doesn't change anything. Then I traveled. When I was sitting on the flight, I remember. O.R. Tambo. Then I got a message from somebody I've not told that I'm traveling. Have a safe flight. I said, okay. Immediately, I put two and two together. I knew that. I, not one, I knew the exact person who has told 
She had told her husband. So I asked her that, is it like I'm afraid of your husband? I can't tell your husband that I'm traveling. Do I need a visa from your husband before I travel? That is like I'm sneaking out. I could have told your husband myself. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with your husband knowing, but I'm saying that allow me to be the one to. I used to work with a girl, an American trained girl. One day, I tell you the story that I close. One day, I traveled, and I was coming back. And her husband wanted to come and pick me up. So her husband asked her, what time does Bishop land? She told her husband, ask him. So the husband said, oh, don't you know? She said, oh, I know. She, you, they said, you book the flight, and don't you know? He said, oh, I know. But I won't tell you. If you want to know, ask him. Oh, no, it became a whole marital crisis. He said, ah, if Bishop wanted to tell you when he's coming, he would have told you. Why should I be the one? Why, 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 why have you, you thought because you are my husband, so I will tell you? No, ask him. I, I, look, I hear he talked the whole afternoon. And when short people get angry, it's not easy. Talk the whole afternoon. The whole afternoon. Talking. She was just sitting there watching him. She was saying in her head, if you had asked him by now, he would have told you. Then you would tell me that he says he's arriving at this time and there will be peace in this house. Instead of you are just pacing and because the legs are shorter, you take more steps to get to the other side. Then you are talking. When I came and I heard of that, immediately my respect for the girl went up the roof. It shot up the roof. Up the roof. Yeah, it shot up the roof. Cry. I said, wow. This one is not a something. It won't kill anybody. But the fact that I've not asked her to tell him. It's like I won't tell you. It's finished. I had other people that have worked. I used to have this problem with them. When I'm, they've told everybody. As soon as you call the hello, I'm with Bishop. I'm like, ah! The person doesn't even know me. The person doesn't. And, and sometimes it's because, remind me next week to talk about prestige. I didn't want to talk about it today, but you have brought it up. Like, you want people to know that you have connections and you have contacts. I'm, I'm driving with Bishop. It's like, ah, has the person asked you, number one, who are you driving with? Number two, have I told you that I want the person to know that I am here? So, one day I told a guy, I, it was this guy, this, this particular guy. One day I told him that, brother, it's a security risk being with you. I told him, I don't feel safe when I'm with you. This guy, this guy, come, come, come. come. This guy, this guy, this guy. This, ten, ten, look in the camera. Look in, look in the camera so that the whole world sees you. This guy, this guy. Go ahead and sit down, go ahead and sit down. No, now he has changed. No, now he has changed. 
Yeah, now he has changed. He, now he only uses it on his wife. <laughs> when he's going to get into trouble, then you tell his wife, I'm with Bishop. <laughs> ah! Like he has told everybody. <laughs> Look, the person has not even asked, who are you with? Where are you? No, I'm with Bishop at the mall. May you be somebody who can keep their mouth shut. Yeah, keep their mouth shut. Even in the ministry, sometimes we are dealing with people with sensitive information. You can't just be telling everybody. You know this person, she's on medication for TB. This person, she's taking medication for HIV. This person, why? This person is on Lagato. This lady is on antidepressant and Lagato. Oh! The other day, Bishop sent me to go and collect her medication for her. And when I went, I saw it was written on it. I said, I don't know what it's for, but they had written Lagato. Oh! Hi! Somebody's private information. Yeah! Somebody's private information. Sometimes, look, sometimes I'm having a meeting with you and somebody is there. The people know how to keep their mouth shut. Yeah, that's why I allow them to. If it's, if it's somebody else, I'll change the topic. As soon as they enter, no, we'll start talking about football. You'll be wondering why I'm talking about football with Connie Dan. So she doesn't understand anything about football. It's just to make sure that no information gets to you. Yeah, I mean, do you know the things I know? Do you know the things I know? <laughs> but I don't go around saying that it's in my head. Because it's your private information. Imagine that the small secret you told me the other day. Do you remember that day? Do you, you don't remember. <laughs> you, you, you see how uncomfortable she is? She has not told me any secret, please. Don't come and ask me after. So, what did she tell? She has not told me anything. But do you see how uncomfortable it may, you are beginning to think? What is it that I told him? He, and imagine I've told this person. Then this person would. Then this person also told. It's like it's moving like a train. Then to chain reaction. Then it's going. No. We keep everybody's information because it's private. That's why even in the Catholic Church, the pastor, the, the priest takes an oath of secrecy. Yeah, can even be prosecuted in court. Yeah, because people come and do, con- Father, forgive me for I've sinned since my last confession. It's been seven days since my last confession. Then they talk about their issue, then they go. Then now you go and be telling people. Oh, you can't. That's why even a lawyer, when you tell them, look, the guy, I killed the person. But they can't say it to the next person. As soon as they say they'll be this bad. Yeah, no, their license will be revoked. But you, you can't keep quiet. Your bosses, so we keep, so when we came, the, the gadgets in the, the boss's car is always chilled. You are like a deep freezer. Bishop's car is always freezing in the car. Walk, Uber, Uber, boat, take a boat. It's not your car, Moss. Take a boat. 
Uber or walk. Yeah, if whilst you are there, you are feeling cold and you want us to increase the temperature, we increase the, but you don't go and say, Senna, hmm. The other day, <laughs> you won't believe it. You don't know whether Bishop is in a deep freezer, he's in a supermax, <laughs> butchery, what? Oh! As soon as your boss hears it, your value goes down. Because it means we can't welcome you to certain places anymore. Because we have to control what you see, what you hear, what you experience. Because as soon as you see it, the world will see it. As soon as you hear it, the world will hear it. As soon as you experience it, you share it with the world. Yeah. You tell everybody. You can't keep it to yourself. If sometimes that it's not even that it came out. It's like you can't wait for it to tell somebody. You are itching. As you are there, you are warming up. Can I get somebody to tell? Can I get? You are warming up to go and tell somebody. I tell couples, your marital issues have nothing to do with your parents or your in-laws. You don't tell them. Hmm, do you know my husband, mommy? You don't know what my husband, I can't believe it. Church of God, you've let me preach to half past nine. Stand to your feet. We'll continue next week. Next week, we pick up from here. We pick up from exactly this point. Exactly this point. We pick it up. Lift your hands and just pray for yourself for a moment. Say, Lord, help me. To be good company and be somebody who can keep secret things secret, confidential things confidential, private things private, in the name of Jesus, that my value will go up at my workplace, at my school, in my family, in my with my friend. That my value will go up. That my value will go up. That my value. Control my tongue. Control my tongue. Maybe you are here. That's how you have been. Everything you have to tell somebody about it. It's like people bring information to you. So you must also take information to somebody. I want you to pray. That today is the turning point. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, Lord. Father, thank you for everyone here represented. Lord. Help us to be people who can fellowship and relate in good places, in high places, in low places, in people with people that matter, that our value will go up yes, in the name of Jesus. Help us to be people who are able to keep confidential things confidential in the name of Jesus. That will become people who can be in the presence of a king in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us control our desires, control our tank, control us, Lord, that will keep things that must be kept private information private in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, deliver us from being blabber mouths. People who say things that they are not supposed to say. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, your level is changing. Amen. I say your level is changing. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.